You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Ready? 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 Welcome back. Vivint Smart Home Arena getting ready for Game 6 of the Jazz and the Thunder. And head coach Quinn Snyder joins us. Coach, talking to your players today, they were pretty honest. They said, you know, game two, that 19-0 run, we didn't feel it, but we felt that one from the Thunder the other night, and it undid us a little bit. When hit with a run like that, what are the keys to making sure it doesn't undo you? Well, you know, to, to, to stop it as much as anything, I think the longer it goes, the harder it is to undo. And... Um, it was it was some of it was just the the place we were in because we were ahead by so much i think um not that we, we were up the, the the previous game but th- this one felt more dramatic i think because of the way that it happened too there was a there was two things that were going on one i think there was fatigue um because of some of the foul trouble in the first half you know because we had to use Jay even more at the four because Rudy was in foul trouble and Fave at the five, all that. And then just the foul trouble itself, that when you're trying to stop a run and you don't have Rudy or Fave's got four fouls, there's just a level of hesitancy that sometimes you, you lack the aggression that you need to dig in defensively, and that's what happened. One thing they did differently was switched much more defensively late in the game. What are the right ways to attack that? There's a lot of things, um, and you know we, we work on them a lot. I think the way that the game – anytime someone changes something, um, it wasn't as significant really as it felt during the game, um, but it made us – it made us – it changes your attack. You know, Donovan Mitchell in, in any isolation situation is probably, been, ironically, like our best offense of the series. Um, he's been terrific. Um, that's not how we want to play all the time. I think it becomes less effective, even if you're scoring, because other guys aren't as involved, and it's kind of does. It feels a little foreign to us. That said, you know he had a lot of looks during that time. Um, that if they go in, maybe you feel differently. But the way the way we want to attack it, we want to continue to play pick and roll. Um, the reads and the angles are slightly different. And then if you do get bogged down a little bit. The ball has to continue to move. And sometimes that's hard. That's why they're switching. They're trying to build a perimeter. And if they stay with everybody on the perimeter, you know, the guy that is involved in the pick and roll needs to attack. And, you know, Donovan's case, a few times he did it, you know, it looked good. Um, a few times he did it and we drove it. We missed some shots. So it's not one of those things when you look at it that you need to overthink to the point that you become hesitant. I think a mindset, as much as anything, um, becomes important and a comfort level on some level that, that there isn't and we didn't panic by any means um, but I did think the ball didn't break the paint as much as it needed to and that made it susceptible in transition defense too. One of the things they do that's different is they don't 
rely on ball movement, so they'll come right at you. Mm-hmm. If they play isolation, what do you do to maintain you maintain team defensive concepts? Well, I think there's usually some sort of action prior to you know a guy creating a shot. A lot of those those aggressive isolation situations come early in the clock, um, and then so you've got to be able to be prepared to to kind of be a deterrent, so to speak, and. If those situations end up in contested twos, I think you've done a good job. The other night, um, it wasn't so much isolation as it was just kind of pick and roll, but it, it felt like that because guys were so open. And we just didn't have, I think, the level of physicality that we needed to on the ball. And some of that, you know, you guys are afraid to foul. And we have to find that balance between being aggressive and physical. And that's what. You know, that's what the guy on the ball has to do, and the other guys have to be alert enough that if you do get beat or someone drives, they're driving into an area of the defense where you still have the ability to dictate. What's happened the other night a little bit? We opened up a lot, and Paul George was able to get downhill and get, get to the rim, and then you've got your bigs in foul trouble. A couple times he jumps into you, he shot fakes and uh, that creates problems. Coach, thanks very much. Thanks a lot. That's head coach Quinn Snyder. Back with more on the Jazz Radio Network.